I'm Monsignor Bill Parent, and this is May 27th, Wednesday of the final week of the Easter season. Both readings for Mass today speak of the importance of truth. In our passage from the Acts of the Apostles, Paul's farewell address to the church at Ephesus warns against members of the community perverting the truth. And in our passage from John's Gospel at the Last Supper in a farewell address of sorts, Jesus prays that the apostles may be consecrated in truth. Truth is a tricky concept, far more subtle and nuanced than we usually admit. For Christians, truth is always, in part, something that is received personally, as we would receive a gift. Truth is therefore not mere personal opinion. We don't create our own truth. To the contrary, in a sense, we are created by truth. We are created by truth in one sense because we are created by God, the source of truth. We are also created by truth in the sense that society's institutions form us in their understanding of truth, not just schools, but also families and churches and governments and every institution that lays some claim to the common good. In both these senses, the dominant Christian understanding of truth is something precious that is received and preserved and passed on to others. But be careful, because our understanding of truth evolves over time, not because God's truth changes, but because we do. We change collectively in our appropriation of truth over time and across cultures. Part of the reason Christianity has been so messy over the centuries is that people of goodwill have disagreed violently at times over God's truth. Cynics and more than a few philosophers conclude that this division means that there is ultimately no truth or that truth is just personal opinion, but that's an overreach. Our never-ending debates about truth within Christianity and everywhere else only reveal that it's a lot harder to know what's true than we often admit, and that understanding ought to lead to humility not cynicism, which is precisely why Paul and Jesus himself were so concerned about truth and the ways that untruth breeds division. Paul warns against perverters of truth, drawing others away, and Jesus prays that his disciples may be one as he and the Father are one. Truth unifies, untruth divides. As we appear to be entering the later stages of our pandemic shutdown, a thorny debate over truth lies ahead. Specifically, was our months-long shutdown worth it? We Christians are already divided over this question, which is a much more subtle and nuanced question than is often acknowledged in our public debate so far which suggests that this would seem to be the perfect time for all of us who are Christian to humbly echo the prayer of Jesus. May we be consecrated in truth so that we may be one as Jesus and the Father are one.